Welcome to Story Comic Presents, where we interview amazing storytellers and artists. This is episode 104. I'm your host, Barney Smith of StoryComic.com, and we're excited to have with us the highly talented and acclaimed comic creator, Jorge Zavalos. Jorge, how are you doing? I'm doing really great, actually. I'm doing pretty good. I'm glad I'm, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm doing good, man. Excellent. I mean, and, and you're here. You just uh, over the, uh, the 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 past you know months ago, you 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 came out with your your action packed one shot sci fi comic uh, Wall Breakers, mm -hmm. um, which um, we're going to be uh, talking a bit about with you, and uh, also kind of talking a bit about you know some of the things that you you talked you know you've mentioned as well about issues of of you know how to use how to because uh, you what you've done with this with this comic book compared to some other artists that we've talked to in the past is that um you are a you know kind of a firm believer of the fact that um you know you want to see the artist's hands in the work as mm -hmm. compared to some digital yeah. stuff so you are you're one of the you're one of the few diehard you know you know pen and brush to paper uh, kind of artists, which uh, we'd really do appreciate to, to talk to you about that. And right. you started off, you went to art school and you went to one of those uh, famous art schools in New York City, correct? Yeah, yeah. I went to uh, SVA, yeah. Learned. Okay. You know, <laughs> so for band, I was like, you know, I, I'm not a cartoonist. I'm an, I'm an artist, you know, whatever. So, like, yeah, it's cartooning, so I'm good. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, you get over that you know the, yeah it's like oh whatever yeah, so <laughs> and um, so what yeah, so how did you get yeah kind of get how did you kind of get your 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 story so you went to art school that means you're probably you're probably drawing at a young age um what made you uh kind of give us those steps between you know what happened in art school and i mean you said in a previous interview like you know art school confidential was um, you know, one of the movies that kind of kind of spoke to you as well. It seems to have been a slice of life issue for you. Um, and yeah. so, so talk to us between you know after graduating from art school to creating this comic book. What were some of the steps that got you into um, you know utilizing the skills that you learned in art school to 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 create this piece? Yeah, uh, oh, it's uh, why well, I, I knew um, when I left high school that I, I knew, uh, I guess at that time I was like, what was I, pretty young. And I didn't even know what I wanted to do as most, you know, young students, they don't know or young people don't know what to do. But I knew that I, you know, to be an artist, I guess at that time, an artiste, right? So I heard about <laughs> A and and that movie, Art School Confidential, like I guess you heard it before, it, it really kind of was like that. I don't know what it's like now. Time is like so bizarre. Like it's just a bunch of like <laughs> bizarre, bizarre people. It's an art world, you know. It's like an, an it would be like uh, all kinds of like strange kind of personalities. But what I like about it was that when I was there, I ended up uh, meeting Klaus Jansen, and so that was kind of cool because for the first time like i spoke to somebody who did comics and 
you know, even though I studied comics before, like whatever I could get my hands on, like they had the higher comics, the Marvel way, and the the, the, the usual stuff, the, the Will Eisner, like sequential books, or the, the Scott McCloud, like understanding comics, which, you know, only really, I didn't understand comics, it just confused me more, you know, right. uh, reading that book, is like, whoa, it's, it's too much. But um, <laughs> so so, but I I read it anyway because it's like I guess you know you just I just want to saturate my mind of comics in any way that I could. So, um, so but when I met it, it like it's it's amazing how um simple concepts can like really improve what you think about like your work, um, whether whether it's writing or whatever, right? Any, anything that you do that's your art, like. It's all about um, storytelling. Like, do we need this shot? Is this necessary? Is there a way that we, you know, speed this up? Can we slow down? It's really about clarity. You know, he kind of really emphasized like clarity of story, and he in and show us pages like like at the time he was um, doing John Romita Jr. on uh, he was like doing the Wolverine and State. So I would see like the the scale of the pages, like the actual you know, pages, like the pencil pages of Ramita. And uh, mm. it, it was so like loose, like it was so, it was actually really cool, you know, cause it's like, wow, look how loose he is, you know, cause I guess he's just producing pages. So um, I saw that, I saw, you know, uh, uh, Garcia Lopez and everybody like, so it was just cool to see that, that scale. Um, but anyway, after I, I at college, um, you know, as a cartoonist, uh, as a comic artist, like, you're always like you get rejected like a million times, you know, like by, by editors. Like basically, you just you just reject it, and it's true. You know, back then I I would go to the the new Comic Con like, uh, and and it was really early at the time. We're talking '07 or something like that. What was frustrating at the time was that I knew that even though my mind I had a very good idea of what what a good, makes a good comic and my storytelling was good, but my drawing wasn't necessarily like at that level, that prime time. So that was really like kind of frustrating because like, okay, you know, I know that even though my mind is right, my skill is not there. So it's kind of frustrating. But so, you know, I would do a little odd illustration work and then eventually that led into like working in general and just kind of like doing my comics. And, and it got to a point where I was doing some stuff for different people. I was like, I was horrible at deadlines by the way i would like take way too long or something <laughs> would happen like the editor like he gave me more time but not because he because he could just because like you know it was like god or something it was like you know uh, something happened with the editor like his car like was flooded or something oh i don't have time to get your pages you have an extra week i'm like <laughs> oh okay yeah awesome all right no problem you know and then i'm like oh my god like another seven days okay i can do it now so but this is happening over and over um but it got to a point where a lot of the scripts that I would find, I didn't really like, and, and I would go to the comic shops. Like and we're talking, this is over a, a, a several years. Like, so I would just be kind of working a normal job. And, and then I would go to the comic store and I just did for years, like a book that I wanted, like that I really wanted, like enough to buy, as you know, you know, comics are getting, um, they're kind of pricey now, like the, the price of the books. Um, right. So, so, and so now it's like, you really got to hold me, you know, to, to really want to pick it up. 
um and and maybe you know or i don't know like your age or anything but i i grew up where like i used to have like 20 bucks in my pocket and they had like maybe a dollar 25 a dollar sometimes 99 cents books and i would go in there with 20 bucks and you know you get like a whole bag of <laughs> comics you know you spread it out on your desk you know you got all these new books and i love that but i mean we're talking you know five bucks a pop like that that kind of hurts you know so yeah. but but um but anyway back to what i'm like going everywhere so, so i'm like you know looking for a book i couldn't find it and i said one day i was like you know what uh like i i think it was after going to like companies and and i got into a few like uh like uh in new york there's there's all these companies that, like come and go like okay we're gonna do and they're like you know it's it's like a big company like or financed by a video game company that wants to do so it's like an experiment. So they're like, okay, let's do a comic, but it, it never like really set sales or make a year or two, and then they shut it down, and then somebody else builds another company. It's like it's like that, you know. And and out of these, and I just didn't, I just found so I found okay, let me okay, what do I like? Okay, I like movies. Like I love movies at the time. I like action movies, and I like Europe. I like old myself personally. I love the older like EC comics, the horror comics, you know, just the, the boldness of the line, the simplicity. And and I wanted to take all that stuff, the European, like Moda, uh, the, the kind of like uh, EC style, like, you know, kind of clarity of storytelling, the, the action movies like Die Hard and French Connection, Police Story, and just put everything is like a fusion. And just that's like my project, not knowing <laughs> that it was going to be what it is today because i just wanted to draw just cr create something new i didn't intend on inking it i didn't even intend on lettering it so so along the <laughs> way yeah it was like everything was like literally like uh, it was like a, a marathon it was like okay so i'm drawing pages and then i'm taking the pages to conventions and i'm showing it to professionals i'm showing it to john paul leon i'm showing it to walt simonson i'm showing it to uh kim jong uh King Jong Gi from Korea. I'm showing it to David Mazzucchelli, Eric Larson, you know, uh all, all these professionals. You know, I'm showing it to them. And they're like, it's good. And John Paul Leon was like, oh, you gotta ink this stuff. I had no intention. I was like, wait, what? You want me to ink that? You know, that's why it's so detailed. I didn't intend to, to, to ink that stuff. So and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I gotta ink it now. And oh my God, it was so like frustrating because if I had known that I was going to ink that, I would not have made it detailed because it's because like, you, have, you have to draw it two times over, right? It's like so I'm like, oh my god, like you know. So and I did that, but by the way, it was really difficult, and I and I lettered it and everything, but it was like, ex oh my god, it was like excruciating. It was like <laughs> a, a kidney stone or something. Like it was just and it was painful and and you know and, and your ego is like destroyed because it's like. I'm looking at my pencils like, okay, how the hell? Because, I, you know, my drawings, at, at least on this particular book, you know, I had to experiment and I knew, okay, the brush really was the only thing that was able to kind of recreate my, my kind of looseness or the way that I drew with the, with the original pencils. Right. So I literally ain't almost, even the, if you look straight, like I, I'm an idiot. Like I did everything in brush, like in the straight lines. And I'm looking at that book right now and I see edges that are straight. It's so straight that you could have just used the pen, like because 
there's no <laughs> like you, you can't even tell the radio that it was done by a brush it's like well if you're gonna do it that's straight just use a you know like a pen but <laughs> but i did it because i was like i don't know i was a psycho i was like let's make it as difficult and as like as, as difficult as, and, and as humanly possible that was the whole point of this book how can i annihilate myself and so <laughs> that was the purpose yeah because now it's like you know i you know i really like learned a lot and i was like never just you know jorge look for the you know there's a way to do it that's like you know economical is faster more convenient so that's going to be for the next one <laughs> but for this one it was just like yeah just just freaking kill yourself like, okay cool <laughs> so, so yeah and that's kind of where we ended up doing this thing and then and um uh, this book actually um you know i ended up like uh when it was all finished uh yeah i i shopped it around and stuff and, and it was fun showing it to to people in conventions and you know people would gather around like because i would bring it like to the pros i would just like i mentioned before i would bring it to like eric larson and he's there with his savage dragon pages right all over the desk and everything and, and i was like uh hi eric can i show you my page and he was eating a hot dog you know and then he was like, uh, okay, sure. And he puts it to the side and like he puts all the savage pat. Uh, he was penciling like a savage dragon right there. And he put it to the side and he opened my book. And all these people like gather around us. Like, oh, that's pretty <laughs> cool, right? Yeah. And then and he looked at me like, you know, you got to find a way to like simplify it. You know that, right? Because like, this is taking forever. So yeah, I know. I know, I know, I know. But, you know, what can you do, right? Like I just did it. It's done. Whatever. Right. So, um, but uh, so I ended up. Uh, Drew, uh, he, he runs like Snowy Works, you know, uh, uh, his web snow. Uh, we were gonna, we were just, I, I came across his work or I came across his like, uh, he just books and stuff. Like that, and he wanted an anthology. And um, I said, like, some stuff and, and story was gonna be in the anthology, but I think he had like a, a, a kind of like a page limit to the anthology. I kind of we ended up going back and forth and he was like you know why don't we just do it a one shot i said yeah let's let's i actually told him like let's do a one shot and so we did it that way and i, and I produced a cover for it and and i you know i, I did like a, a cover for that like i said and and it ended up being what it is and and because of that it's like it's it's managed to like really get around and so i i have to you know thank drew for that because it's really like really gone out there for, like everywhere because of that so um and here we talking to you finally you know <laughs> yeah started from the bottom okay so now we're here okay yeah so, <laughs> yeah so let me so let me ask you jorge you had yeah. so one of the things that you, you 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 talked about and i think now correct me if i'm wrong but you i think i remember you talking about that you you prefer to make sure you put in the lettering first is that true yes mm-hmm yeah. Wow. Even so, even yeah. though, even though, let me just mention like for the, and cause I learned it the hard way, you know, that book was not lettered initially. Okay. So I was, there was areas where there was like detail <laughs> yeah. and then, and then I'm, cause I'm writing like the story and I'm like, okay, where am I going to put this thing? And so I have to like reverse engineer stuff <laughs> and like figure out like, okay, it was a freaking nightmare. Like I'm not even gonna, you know, uh, sugarcoat it. It was a freaking nightmare, you know, um, to do this book because it's like I did, I made so many mistakes that I had to correct. It was insane. But 
that the, the lettering the lettering before actually i got that from joe kubert really he would, he would say that like he because of the comic artists of you know at his time like or cc beck like when he did like the the shazam or you know captain marvel sorry but <laughs> they would they would uh, uh do that because it's like and it makes sense when i heard him say that he was like yeah you letter it like you know you do the basic like layouts on the page so you know where like the figure is going to be blah 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 but you you put in where the balloons are going to be or where the you know parts of the script are going to show up on the page because it's like why are you going to waste time on areas that it's you're not going to see that anyway it's just it's just going to be a word balloon so at least you know how much work you have to do so you don't waste time you know drawing areas that you nobody's going to see and it makes sense it's like why didn't i you know think of that so i do that now even with the stuff like i have on my desk which um i'm doing like a a, a 10 pager again for drew uh this is this is for an anthology like it's a uh well we'll talk about that later but it's it's so that's what i do we do the we do the lettering and and i prefer that because at least you know it's a time to like you you can sort of like focus yourself before the drawing starts you know and and i so i do the i do the panels now like i yeah. you know the border the borders and then the lettering and then you know if i start inking i i letter the i do the lettering first and then i worry about everything else because that simplifies things it's like and, and it's a it's a sense of clarity you get a sense of the flow like of your eye and stuff like that so i do that yeah we, we do it that way so i'm learning i'm learning you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm learning so you had well and the, and the 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 other thing that that, that you said that kind of like really hit home for me is that and it it makes sense it's 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 one of those things that you know it doesn't matter how many times you read a comic it doesn't matter how many times you lay it, but you said it succinctly that I, you said it before is that you only have so much real estate yes. on a page. Yeah. So not only is it, not only are you telling a story, but you're also kind of doing the, the layout and the design and this, the movement of where to put what yeah. um, that. So talk to us a bit more about that, about the finite real estate that you have to work with. As yeah. a comic creator, yeah, and and now that you remind me of that, it's because I just saw like a, a brief little documentary. You know, sometimes I'm drawing and I just want like background noise, and whatever. Mm. So I put on like a you know free, you know, well nothing is free. But, you, know, you put like the Roku TV and they have like the, the you know documentaries that are not like you know HBO Max, whatever, just the you know standard stuff. And then you know you see, and I used to, I was I was I did that too, like as comic artists, like they when they do a profile. They don't a lot of them still do like a bunch of pinups but they don't they don't show like storytelling pages and right. so it's true we only have like yeah, a 10 by 15 you know size and so that means you don't have um you have to like basically pick your shots because you only have so much space so is it going to be a grid is it going to be like you know a, a six panel is it going to be 12 is it going to be two you know, is it gonna be wide? Is it gonna be uh, a sh shapes? If it's not, maybe it's uh, different kinds of uh, angular shapes or whatever. So, um, and that's something that, by the way, I, you know, I, I just think everything you do, it, it has to mean something because you don't, you don't have a lot of space. And and I, my personal belief is because of the world that we live in today, and there's so much technology and so many you know, uh, uh, forms of entertainment that, that are so much more immersive, like, you know, obviously the big ones like video games, that's like the huge one or, 
or, or even, you know, movies or TV, like, all, like it's always been, but specifically gaming, um, your comics have to be, not only should they be written in a way that is constantly um, engaging your mind, but the art on the page, it doesn't necessarily have to be detailed, but it has to be perfectly composed and, and aesthetic. And I mean, entirely, like entirely uh, perfectly composed and, and aesthetic um, because you, you're kind of like going upstream in terms of like engaging your audience nowadays. So you really got to be like really, really good. Like you're, you're, and I'm talking about design. I'm talking about, you know, how you compose the, the page and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, I look at that a lot and that's something that you can, you can kind of try to teach somebody. You kind of get intuitively, you have to know how to tell a story because if you don't know that it's like hard to like get, it's like a film or something like I could sh you know, show you the mechanics. I can show you, okay. Wide angle usually means this close up means this. And it's like you know, teach somebody that, but anyway, I think I rambled on there a bit. But. <laughs> yeah. No, that was, that's good. And, and, the, and the other thing too, is that you, that you also talk about the importance of cross hatching and how to create Because, mm -hmm. you know, we, we, all, we always hear about how important it is to where you put your word bubbles determines on where you're going to be reading it. You know, the, yeah. the whole Z pattern, you got to read it like that. Yeah. But you also mentioned too, is like you, that that you found the importance of how you actually have the direction of the direction of the perspective in yeah. perspective you yep. know and a good example is that you have with them um, when he's um when the the main protagonist is jumping out the window is, right. is one aspect of so your eye travels not right. only with where you follow with the word bubbles but also right. where you watch uh where you want, and you would, like you said, you had to mention the cross hatching. Like, right. an example, do you want to talk about this image here? Where, where did, where did, where, where did you intend the eye to go on this? Yeah, it's a, I mean, the, uh, it's a pretty, um, simple uh, kind of thing. It's just, uh, this thing was more about, um, kind of like the, 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 the feeling that I wanted on this page actually was kind of busy. Okay. You know, Can it's, you? It's a lot. So yeah. so, Hori, for yeah. for our audio listeners, do you want to just describe what the 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 page is? Yeah, uh, or like what's happening? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah. all right. So we got a character here. Uh, he just uh, <laughs> there's a in in the apartment that he's in. Uh, basically, a bunch of these sort of like uh, alien creatures uh, are are kind of emanating from a hole in the wall, and so uh, he decides in the previous page he took a chair and he and he flung it uh out uh, to, to break the glass of his of the apartment window so he flings it out there and then he kind of jumps out and and now as soon as he jumps out and, and this is kind of a rough cut by the way like in film sometimes they do that where you know th there's a rough cut because you kind of like you, you're kind of want to keep the momentum going and you don't want to kind of it happens sometimes where you don't want to kind of uh uh hold on to like minutia like let's say for this example this is actually a good example of a page that it's kind of like some people notice, some people don't. Uh, and, and a lot of films are like that, where they're like, wait a second, didn't I just see you like uh, spray paint that painting? And then I see it, it's, it's like no paint on it. But anyway, so he throws, <laughs> yeah, he throws a chair out the window. He jumps out the window. Now there is an awning underneath him, but you don't actually see him land on that awning. He's just kind of running. 
in, in the next panel. So, so you know, but for those that don't catch that, they're kind of like, you know, they're just going with it. It's like, okay, uh, you know, aliens are coming out. He's running down the street, and these creatures are following him. But you can see that it, it the design is, you know, it's like a, it's a big uh, panel at the top, and then the next one is the long kind of vertical because it's it's vertical and and long because of the height of the building. You know, how am I going to show the height? How am I going to show you know the, that he's jumping out and down into something? You right. got to show that, and you could have done that. Uh, different ways you could have maybe done it simpler but i was like no i want this to be kind of the the kind of a shot there like a real heroic shot and, and maybe the arm is breaking uh into the other uh, uh panel there so it has a little bit of a you know pushing and pulling there with the dimension you know mm -hmm. there's a flatness to it but there's some dimension too um and of course the creatures are going left to right right they're leading the eye into the next panel you know so it's it's insinuating you know to look into left to right now in terms of design if you notice the last two pages of this of this book was much more design heavy because those pages the last two pages i don't know if you know this but drew said to me when when we were going to do the book that i needed to add two more pages so that he could so because right. he wanted a certain number so my mind had already changed a little bit by that time so it was more design heavy you know, and so you, you see the last two, it's, you could see that it's much more about shapes, much more about like simplicity and flow. So this was at a, at a point in drawing the book where I was like, okay, I, I want to just like show how crazy I can be, how, how frantic and detailed and, you know, all over the place. Like, let's just like milk this. Let's just like show you this, you know, detail and crazy stuff. So, um, but yeah, this is kind of like a, a, a concept of like, um, you know, a, a storytelling, you know, you, you, you use like a long horizontal pages for like a landscape or, you know, a lot of comics really is kind of like the concepts that we learn in art, which is portraiture landscape. It's, it doesn't really change. It's just, you know, you're just using it like uh, those people in, in, a, in front of the, the apartment building. You know that's kind of like a landscape, like a city landscape. You know, busy, right. but it's it's city. And then you have the guy jumping, and you know. So, anyway, so yeah, um. <laughs> yeah, and I and I yeah, and like the not to give away the we won't give away the ending of the, right, right. Of the twenty, but there, there there definitely is is like so yeah. Once I once I heard that you actually had like you know was it page 26 or so was supposedly was going to be the last ending it left it off like yes wow right. this is going to be uh that's we, it yeah. we can we can we can see a sequel to this we'll see what happens and right. then right. but then when you add those last two pages then it's right. like all right yeah right. this is a one shot like you right. know it's yeah. like it, right 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 yeah. um but now you can see if you see those last two you can you can see that it's the my my thinking was different there because in the very last page is all about um circles it's ovals curves circles it's all about circles and curves you yeah. know the the curve of a car you know wheels right. you know that it's all about that orbs and ellipses and all that kind of stuff but anyway yeah. um but yeah you know so <laughs> and you know because yeah in the last it's the same talking thing in the first page so you do kind of bookend it a bit with the uh a bit yeah yeah which was a good you have this yeah this oh that's right yeah that that kind of like a, a weird like uh and you notice uh, it's like an egg beater type thing or something and right and, but even the design uh it changed a little you know from the beginning to the last and and my ex uh, explanation for that is well maybe it's a different model you know right. so <laughs> they're not all the same you got old models you got new models 
So this one, you know, I, I had this kind of complicated design, and then when I do the, the at the end, it's it's a little bit more streamlined. It's not as busy. It's a little bit smoother. Right. So, um, but it, it's it's fun. I mean, it's all, uh, yeah. It, it was just like crazy. I mean, I was just like, whatever. Let's just go crazy. So, yeah. what what would you say? What what was the difference between say page one by timeline wise for you? Right. Between page one and page twenty eight. Uh, what's the difference? Like time? What do you mean? Like time? Like how? Like how long ago between when you oh, drew page okay, one okay. and when you moved page Ooh, Yeah, that had to be actually by the time I finished that, it was quite a while. It was like uh, um, maybe two or three years actually before mm-hmm. I did the, the the last two because I kind of just had it there and I was doing other things and and so that's why it, it is a little different. And 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 if you see the next work that's coming up, it is very different actually like very different it's actually like really different because with this book it was i consider it not as it's a comic book but it's more with the mentality of like as if i were making a movie you know it's thinking like that so i was kind of limited in that way because as a movie you're always thinking like okay there's certain things you can do in comics in the comics language that you cannot do in film so i was kind of limiting myself you know in, in drawing uh, this book. If I do another Wallbreakers book, it, it's kind of like it's cinema. It's a love of cinema and a love of comics, and those are kind of tough to marry because even though they're both storytelling devices, when you're, you're limiting yourself, when you're trying to kind of make a movie, when you're drawing comics, why don't you just let comics like be comics? Let it do what it does. It's like right. you know, you don't have to show the backgrounds of everything. You can insinuate. You could use silhouettes. You could simplify. You can, uh, you know, you can be much, uh, it's more about art really and story. So, but with this one, it was more like, I love, I was just thinking about, you know, Willem Friedkin and the French Connection I, I, in my head, like that's what I'm thinking, you know, right. Die Hard, you know, uh, McTiernan, you know, John McTiernan. So yeah, yeah. When also the monster was an inspire, inspiration for you from Evil Dead too, correct? There we go. So you, yeah. <laughs> I totally, you just reminded me that it's that Sam Raimi, like crazy, Evil Dead, like just in, yeah, I, I love that. You know, the, the Sam Raimi, like Evil Dead 2 is, oh my God, so I love that stuff. So, yeah, I just everything I love, just throw it in there because I'm working like so long on it. You got to put that in there, you know, to to give you enthusiasm to follow through. You know? yeah. So, what was so comparing you said there's about three years difference between page one and page 28. Right. It's amazing how you put it that way. Like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. like, but I guess my question is like, what were the things that you learned that you implemented on page 28 that, that, yeah. that weren't in page one, for instance, um, to uh, design um, basically and I'll try to explain it, but it's a little bit tough, but I try to explain it is, um when i do a page now like before it would be okay i'm going to tell a story and then i'm going to just like cut cut the page up in a certain amount of panels you know and and i would think of it in terms of okay i'm going to slice the 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 page up into let's say six panels or you know four or or eight or whatever by the time i got to the new stuff i looked at it as if okay i'm not just thinking about the, the panels, yeah, and you, can, and you can see there, like, I'm not thinking just about the panels, but I'm thinking about the elements in the, uh, the, the within the panel, like the lines and mm. how they're sort of pointing 
or the shapes, you know, and how the shapes are relating. You know, it's it's not just like, okay, I'm going to cut this into six panels. I'm going to cut this into four panels. Now it's okay. Um, the shapes, I'm thinking shapes, major shapes, you know, the, the size of the head, like even in that panel right there, you notice that everything in, in that page right there, what's important is right in the middle of, of it's like right, you could draw a line from the top in the middle to the bottom. Every element that you want to look at is in the middle. Oh, okay. So it, yeah. You notice like the, you're looking at the guy, you're looking at the officer, you're looking at, it's all down the line, down the middle. So, um, right. So I'm thinking more, more simple, you know, that's, that's kind of my mentality. Think more simple, think more bolder, you know, streamline, you know, think simple and streamline. Um, and you know, with these, I, I did do that to a certain degree, but it was, it was, um, it, the mentality was different because I, I specifically was looking for a challenge and I, and I, it was more cinema. Like, look at those panels. Those are like storyboards, you know? Right. And, and maybe now if I did that and I just kind of let comics do what it does, it maybe wouldn't be like that. It would, it would be a different look. It would be a different design. This is like storyboard stuff. Like, right. you know, that's a camera angle. I mean, you know, it's, uh, so, uh, yeah. Hey folks, I just wanted to take a quick break and say thank you so much for listening and watching Story Comic Presents, where we interview amazing storytellers and artists. If you can, please subscribe. If you can, hit the like button. Go ahead and leave a review on your favorite podcast app that you might be listening to this on. And remember, always, always support local artists, support local writers, support independent creators. It sure does mean a lot to them. And we will be here at Story Comic to make sure that their voices are being heard. Thank you. But you did mention, too, that you're like, talk to us about that one of your, I don't want to call it an apprehension, but what did you, do you have it like apprehensions towards the uh, the use of what, as, as you call them, like Dutch angles? Do you want to explain that? The Dutch angles. I see a lot of, I did it too, by the way. I, you know, I'm guilty of the same thing, but, you know, it, it, that goes back to you know um the question everything in life why are you doing it you know it's right it's a big one for me like why why are you doing this like are you just doing it because you're because you want to make your pages exciting or is there a reason it's like any a lot of times you know people put dutch angles just because uh to, to you know make okay a comic is not exciting i mean a comic doesn't talk it doesn't it, <laughs> It has no noise. It, it, it's a freaking page. I mean, you're looking right. at, a, at, a, at a you know page with artwork and letters. So, so what I'm looking for is if there's a Dutch angle, which I don't, I don't really like Dutch angles. I think it's, it's like so overdone. It's it, because it makes the work like flatter in a way. It's like because you're kind of mm. tilting it, but there's no reason. So I see like a Marvel comic. A guy's walking into a, uh, I don't know, X Men mansion. And it's like a Dutch angle. He's just walking into the mansion. There, there's not no reason for the angle. He's just walking in. It's like, why are you doing that? You could have had a, a, a nice, you know, a, a, a wide angle of him just kind of like, or even just him like taking, you know, five hours because you have to draw every brick on the side of the mansion and it's at a Dutch angle. It's like it, you're wasting real estate on the page. For something that you really don't have to, you could save that for the cool stuff like you know I don't know Wolverine is in the danger room or whatever. So, um, so so 
it it has to be a why you know there has to be a why why are we, why are you doing a Dutch angle if there's a good reason like an earthquake or something you know okay fine but you really don't need to do that so be and, and it throws the rhythm off you know it throws the rhythm of the of how your eye reads it throws it off I like to have things now where um, it's almost like I'm building a a, a a track. I'm building like a, a, a let's say like if you go to these um, uh, vacation places like Disney or Universal Studios, and there's like a tour and you're on a, a railroad track. I'm building rails so that once you step in, it's a smooth ride. You just your eye just just goes in. It's a rail, and and it's like you're just you're just following. You're just sitting in the car and you're looking, and it's easy. You I I'm like I have control of your eye. You don't have to work at it. You just you just go. It's a smooth flow. So that's what I do now. It's like everything is real smooth. It's there's no like jerky. <laughs> you know when you when you do the Dutch angle, it's like jerking you around. It's not a smooth read. It's like whoa, wait, what just happened? You know. So I like it nice and smooth. That's kind of how I do it now. You know. So what? So just to give the uh, audience just a, a sense of an example of what would what. And it basically, correct me if I'm wrong, but a Dutch angle is just when they kind of have a slanted. When you, when you tilt it, yeah, you just tilt okay. it, almost like what they did on the Batman show, like the Adam West. Sometimes they would they would tilt the camera, you know, like when somebody's running or something. So yeah, it's just taking a camera, or, or you take your phone, or I'm taking my laptop. You know, this thing. I mean, this. <laughs> you know, there there has to be a reason for that. If I just like, you know, that's the Dutch angle in, in cinema, right. right? They call it that. Yeah. Yeah. And and so. So what would what would you say would be an example of one like as as a comic creator and you said there's been times where you what what is the effect that the the artist wants to create with a Dutch angle? I I can just say me personally the the the, the concept the idea is that it's causing a, a sort of like it make this is the 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 psychology that a lot of art students or comic artists follow that they got from a book let's say like um the famous book how to draw comics the marvel way which i think while it was cool at the time and it was great to see the john buscema drawings and the Jack kirby stuff and and the, the concepts that they had were okay because it talks about having a splash page and, and so forth the problem with that book is that it it kind of just tells you like you know that the whole dutch angle concept a lot of that comes from i think uh, that book it popularized a little bit from because it would say okay this is a panel of like you know two people talking in a in a room uh, you know with a desk and then look at the boring you know this is a boring drawing and you see John Buscema guy smoking a cigarette in, in a drawing and talking tilting it you know put the Dutch angle and so the idea is to make it more exciting okay but you know you gotta have a reason so 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 while you know a lot of people they do that because the, the the idea is they want to make it exciting my thing is you don't always have to be necessarily exciting but you should always be aesthetic and interesting to look at it doesn't have to be exciting like you don't always have to be excited you know the rhythm of the drawings i what a lot of the people doing that that's what the intent is but they don't realize that they're doing cliches they're following a cliche that doesn't make it unique it just makes it boring now because dutch angles is nothing new it's been around forever so if you're gonna do it i mean i kind of did it with that car there you know it, it is at an angle you know it's not perfectly straight but i wanted that because at that time i wanted a little bit of a, of a tension there and i mm. tilted it just enough you know not a lot just enough you know and i also i did it because i wanted to show the sky 
and the ground. If I had left it completely flat, you're not going to see the sky and you can't get a sense of scale. Right. So that's why you see that's my reason why I did that. I, I want to show the sky too. Right. So, but yeah. And do you have and, and and so what are what are the what are some of the things? What would be your tips um, for that you would give to um, independent comment creators on uh, on 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 how to you know go from putting a story on there. What are some of your tips you would say to make, you know, putting a story together and then being able to, um, you know, get it published like this? Um, well, first of all, I think now is the best time to, to, to do like your own work. If you have the energy for it, if you have the enthusiasm or especially the motivation, you right. know, the, the, really the hard one is the first book that you do. That's the hard one because if you're used to like, waiting for scripts or waiting for people to give you opportunities. I, I noticed that is that people, they don't really jump the gun because maybe in their mind, they don't really, I don't know, they don't have the confidence or they just don't have the motivation. That's the big word is the motivation. But once you go through jumping through the hoops of, of doing your book, which is really, really hard. Like, and I learned uh, doing this book, but once you do the first one, it's amazing how your skill goes like the growth of your skill it's it expands so quickly just doing the first one on your own because it's all on you so right. you're gonna make like a ton of mistakes but that's the point yes make those mistakes so that you learn and then you can correct them and so the next book you because you all the mistakes on the first one you're gonna be like okay now i know how to do it it's faster now i can be more economical your storytelling is better your letter is better. everything is better and and only really do that when you have to do an entire book yourself when you're not relying on the letter or the ink or whatever you do so you know my my tip really for the artist is, is it's amazing like you just it doesn't have to be a complicated story but just do like an actual book maybe not even like four or five pages but i i personally recommend an, like an entire comic just one entire comic where you where you letter it where you ink it where you pencil it you do the whole yourself because it's hard but i cannot tell you like it's like art school condensed like <laughs> because it's like it, yeah because and you know like where, um it, uh, it's your your focus is so like um you have like this late focus so thing every mistake that you do it's all there and it's like you're learning and, it, and your ego takes a humongous beating it's like it's like a horrible beating you know but but it humbles you and in the humbling you know, you start to be very, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, very uh, uh, gracious, or, uh, you know, you're, you're grateful, you know, for, for every good drawing that you have and then you learn to correct things and you learn, you know, to, to be more simple or, or, or more detailed or, and you're more sensitive to how to tell a good story. But I highly recommend it. It is hard. It is hard. And I know a lot of artists have egos and they, they hate to be rejected and all that kind of stuff, but it, <laughs> I implore people, and there's even you know people that I talk to that are working for, uh, let's say you know uh, publishers or whatever you know uh, the bigger ones or whatever, and and I say to them, it's like, if I were you, I wouldn't wait anymore for them to give me an opportunity. Just, bro, you can draw, you know, we, we have internet now. You can scan your work. You can self-publish now. What are you waiting for? Like it, you're just waiting because you're I don't know you're kind of afraid or something. So so just do it, and um. 
and uh, and you're gonna make mistakes, but that's okay. You know, that's okay. You know, do your thing, and then and then I would say, you know, show it to everybody. You know, <laughs> show it. This is what I did with the book. I showed it to ev when I say everybody, like I mean everyone, whoever. I don't care, and I just I love it. You know, I love the feedback. I love everything that comes with it. I love it. I love it all. So it, it, it really helps you grow as an artist, as a person. It humbles you. It, 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 you learn so much from do, just doing one. So that's what I would suggest for sure. Okay. And, yeah. and what, what, were some of the, what were some of the tips that, 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 that you were given, some advice that you were giving you know, halfway through what your, you know, your, your career so far that you wished you knew when you were starting out? Um. Uh, I would say, um, well, number one is relax. You got to relax. <laughs> I, I, when I went to art school, I think I, I rubbed people the wrong eye because I was so serious. I was super serious. Like, I, cause I was like, I'm not here to mess around. You know, I, <laughs> I want to, you know, cause there are people there that like, you know, they don't want to go to real college. So they're just, it's like a vacation, but I was there. I was like, no, I'm here because I want to be really good. And I was like super serious, super, super serious. And I think because of that, I wasn't like, I don't know, it might have rubbed off because, you know, there would be critiques. Like we would have our pages up like every every two weeks, we have, you know, pages to critique and and everybody would say something. And then it was my turn to say, OK, Jorge, what do you have to say? And everybody's like, oh, here we go. And then I would say like, OK, why you do this? Why you do that? Why you do this? This doesn't work. Da, 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 whatever. Right. So. <laughs> So, and then I would draw like on the, on the, uh, on the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the, uh, the chalkboard. And I would show like, you know, why didn't you do it like this? Why you, you know, so I was kind of too high strong. Now I'm like Zen, like I'm super Zen. <laughs> I, I love everybody. I love even like things that like maybe not that good because I can see potential in, in literally anything, even if it's like a, 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 a grain, like a, a little, mm. <laughs> a piece of a, a little speck of talent or whatever, I can see that. And, and if I see somebody's pages, I go, okay, you know, you see this here, this here, whatever this is here, this is working here. Just take that, magnify it. whatever you were thinking of here, magnify that. And then let's see where you can go from there. So I'm much more optimistic now and I'm much more, relax that's the big one relax and now you know uh relax don't try to impress necessarily mm. but tell a good story and don't worry about like whether it's good or not like or or you know it's not in vogue or you know because a lot of people they, they are so obsessed with their trends it, like i've learned that i don't really necessarily belong in any type of style or genre because i grew up liking the older artists even when i was younger I, everybody was looking at you know whatever whatever was, was hot at the time you know capullo on spawn or whatever which i appreciated by the way I, I liked the stuff that was coming out at the time that i was reading comics in the late 90s the mid to late 90s maybe 2000s i appreciated right. that but i did love the older i must admit like you know some artists they say they appreciate it later in life. No, I appreciate it when I was young. I appreciated Joe Kubert a lot when I was in my teenagers. Like I, right. I saw it and I knew right away this is great. Even though it was so different, I liked it because it was so different. I love Gene Colan. I love Kirby and Toth when I met that and, and and I saw uh you know the EC Johnny Craig and and Bernie Krigstein and you know those are the guys that I Doug Doug Wildly you know who does like the the Johnny Quest stuff and to me 
I I love that stuff so much. Kirby, of course, Mobius. I love. So to me, I I love them so much that that's just what I like. And I'm sure there's a lot of like modern artists in it, the contemporary stuff, and they're so like detailed and they put like a hundred hours into like an eyeball or something, you know. <laughs> but and that's cool and everything, and it's all digital and Photoshop. But I'm sorry, personally, I just there's something about the the uh what do you call it the authenticity of the drawing of the past where it was like okay we survived the depression we did we survived world war ii we need to feed our families we're gonna make art but there's a deadline you know and, and so they found ways to to be very you know beautiful in making art but do it fast right so that's the philosophy so because of that i love those artists and and i wish that i got to you know talk to these guys they seem so you know you know they survive so much and and they're so different you know i don't know it is like a different class of of guys you know so so i miss that but that's my advice i i, I go on way too long but that, that's what i was gonna say i went everywhere oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you said but and also too i think you mentioned it was like that you're you all you only see when you when you like never compare yourself to other artists because you don't see their bad stuff they're only seeing their good stuff yeah so yeah. and 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 also too is like you know and i think what you said um you know in a, in a different interview too is just like embrace those bad drawings because you know everybody has those bad drawings in you yeah. you just get them out yeah. just get them yeah. out first yeah, yeah. It, and, and you know just draw them get them out and and sometimes you know i, I would keep bad drawings it's okay. We're going to make everybody makes bad drawings. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You just stay in the game. I would say if you're going to simplify this philosophy, stay in the game. If you quit, then you're going to lose. But if you stay in the game long enough, you're going to be amazing. But you got to right. stay. You got to stay in the game. That's all, right. you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so where so if people want to see more of your work, where can they where can they find your stuff yeah. um well right now um they can just go to like uh, the snowy works and they can go to the site and i'm and there is like the instagram uh is there for snowy works as well i know that they're having uh they're gonna have a, a kickstarter um coming up soon so any, any kind of information will be probably through their instagram or their website but um so if, if they want to follow i do intend on doing some more pages for a, an upcoming uh, anthology that they're going to do so uh, look out for that. I ha actually have them on my desk right now. I did like maybe four pages uh, yesterday, so I got another. I'm gonna do intent, so I got to finish the others. So, so my intent is, uh, yeah, do those pages, and it's gonna be in an anthology. It's it's basically the theme is gonna be like a space, but I'm gonna do it with a kind of a. <laughs> let's just let's just say, you know, on the surface it's space on the surface, but really it's not really a space comic actually it's actually it's actually this is what i love about it it's it's space and i know it's gonna sound weird but i'm just gonna say like it's it, it is in space that's true it is in space mm -hmm. like that but i'm gonna give it like a, a different twist whereas like you know again it's following this theme of like those comics that um uh they used to do like in the 40s which is like kind mm -hmm. of a romance comic but again it's not going to be corny you know it, but it's it takes place in space but it has a certain element of that in space 
So, so do you want to? Did you yeah. have? Did you want to give us a sneak peek at one of your books uh, and projects? Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. Should I? Well, maybe not. I don't <laughs> but I, I have, um, I have some things in here. Well, maybe not because Drew's gonna probably be upset. But, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, but no, I, I'll, I'll, you know, maybe I'll. No, yeah, I don't want to piss him off. But I, I won't show anything <laughs> here. But, um, yeah, because there's like so few pages. But, um, right. but yeah. uh, so. And he doesn't even really know like how much is. I just insinuated like he was like, yeah, I need, I need like a couple pages. You know, can you do something? I said, oh, okay. So you know, how can it? How many? Oh, like ten. And then I said, okay, I think I got something. But he doesn't know. Like I have. Oh, he doesn't know. Me. Just, okay. He didn't know that. So like I didn't, you know, because I'm like, let me just, you know, let me just do it, and then we'll talk about it later. Right. So, but um, so yeah, you can go to Snowy Works. You know, you can check out whatever uh, news updates is from there and Kickstarter. Everything. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. And do you do you do you, you have an Instagram handle though, don't you? Uh, my Instagram actually, uh, I I have to like it's down now because I have to like update it and fix it. So, okay. uh, yeah, so it's not like up now, but uh, you know, yeah, my stuff is it'll it'll be probably he'll post some stuff on his on his Instagram, whatever I'm doing. Put it okay. Up. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, hey, thanks a lot, Jorge. This has been great. It's been a, a pleasure chatting with you. <laughs> Yeah, you too, man. It, it it was fun. I mean, I uh, time flew, but I uh, appreciate it. And, and yeah, we, we kind of struggle a bit to try to get that connection, but you, you hung yeah. in there. I hung, hung in, in there. there. We did it. We did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, so yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Well, you know, uh, come back on when you talk about your anthology piece. I would be awesome. Yeah, I'd love to. Oh, sure. Yeah. Cool. Good deal. Well, yeah, Jorge, thank you. We, we're already at our, our hour mark, so that was uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, it, went, it went fast. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And, I'm, and I'm looking at your, you know, I, your room is like so amazing. Like you have all these things everywhere. I wish I had, I wish I had that, but, you know, I'm so like neurotic. Like I have to constantly change things. Like I, I can't do that. Put everything up in like in a week. Ah, you know what? Let's change this. So, <laughs> but you have all this like cool stuff. Like you got, I see the Spider Man, the famous amazing fantasy. It's like you know, mm. uh, you're like a like I said, you have a man of many interests here. You got cinema <laughs> here. You have all this stuff. You know, you're very cultured. Very <laughs> <Like> cool. <laughs> high culture too. Like, oh, I, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yes, yes, very high culture. Yes, but um, yeah. Um, but are you? Do you? Um, so are you? Do you write or do you like? Uh, you draw yourself? Yeah, you yeah. Anything? What do you do? Oh yeah, I mean, we, we can talk about that off the air because this is all about okay. you right now, Jorge. Okay. But, yeah, right. so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just, just, just asking you. Uh -huh.